podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things tomatoes. Uh, there is just no need to talk about Liverpool Football Club anymore because things just continue to go from bad to worse to now just flat-out ridiculous. Ibrahima Kanate has been ruled out for at least a fortnight with a hamstring injury. Paul Joyce with the first reporting on it. And what that means is that Ibu is set to miss a number of very, very important games that we can't really afford for him to miss, given Virgil's already out. Wolves, Everton, Newcastle, and potentially Real Madrid in the Champions League. All games that we potentially don't have Virgil back. Now, the initial prognosis with Virgil was that he could be back for Newcastle or Real. But if both of them are out, that means that Joel Matip and Ibrahima Kanate will need to start at centre-back. And given both of them have a proclivity for getting injured... Nat Phillips, unpack those bags, son. You're going nowhere into the team with you. I genuinely would rather see Fabinho play in central defence. And I actually think that's what we should do, is play Fabinho at centre-back. And see if he can actually play there. Because in the 2021 season, Fabinho was unbelievable at centre-back. He was arguably the best centre-back in the league pre-Christmas and then he got hurt but he doesn't look like he can play in midfield for us anymore and I think you've got to make a decision on do you keep him as a centre-back in which case you could sell Matip Fabinho's a couple of years younger. Or do you just sell him? I don't know what his value would be. I, I assume we get a decent fee for him. Like, I can certainly see clubs in other leagues that are less physically demanding and less high pace <clears throat> wanting Fabinho. Could you get 25, 30 for him? I, th- I think you probably could. But I'd like to see him given a, a run at centre-back, even if it just helps him snap out of this form. Because Jesus wept, it's not good. But nothing to do with our midfield is good. 
there's an article today from Dave Maddock. Now, I would take most of what is said in the Daily Mirror with a bag of salt uh, because they, they they haven't had anything correct about Liverpool in about, well, nigh on 19 years. The last thing Maddock got right was Julia getting sacked. So I would take most of this with a pinch of salt. But Maddock said today that Klopp felt there wasn't adequate value in the midfield market in this month, which is is just utter tripe. Either from Maddock, who's made it up, or from Klopp, if that's actually how he feels. It is tripe. There's a plethora of midfielders moving this month who would have been more than good enough. Considering what we currently have, we need four midfielders in the summer as things stand. If we're keeping Fabinho, we need four. So if you could have got two this month, let's say you got the Neo who went to Forrest and Joe Gomes who went to Wolves. Could have had the pair of them for £37 million. Which, by the way, is what you spent on Cody Gakpo, a left winger we didn't actually need, who you're now playing through the middle. But let's just say you got those two in. Well, now you go into the summer, you get Jude and one more. And Danilo and Gomes are really, really good squad players with huge potential to develop. And you'd have Jude, a holding midfielder, which is also needed. Let's say we got Jude and Caicedo in the summer, just for argument's sake. Jude, Caicedo and Thiago are your starting three. And then behind them, you'd have Gomes, Fabinho and Danilo. And then you'd have Bassetich and, and Jones and Henderson for, I don't know, the League Cup third round. There was absolutely value to be had in the midfield market. There was absolutely quality to be had in the midfield market in this month. But like, let's, let's take a quick look at our midfielders. Our best midfield three right now, our best midfield three, is an 18-year-old who is very talented and very promising, but should not be anywhere near the first 11 for a team with real ambition. And two lads who are immensely injury-prone, one of whom's had a contract in six months. That's our current best midfield three. Like, that's fucked. Then behind them, Fabinho... Looks like his days in midfield might be numbered. Henderson, he's no longer a player in bad form. He's just a bad player at this point. It's been three years, three years since he put together anything resembling a decent run of form. Since the injury in the title winning season, he has been poor, poorer, awful and flat out garbage. Milner's 37 years of age and wouldn't get a game at at least 17 of the other Premier League clubs. Curtis Jones has injury issues, has consistency issues, has been badly developed, doesn't really seem to have a correct position anymore, and his decision-making is an abomination. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain clearly isn't trusted in midfield, 
He's also in a contract in six months. Harvey Elliott isn't a midfielder. Fabio Carvalho isn't a midfielder. This notion that there were loads and loads of options was always tripe. It was always garbage. There was never options. We went into the season, everybody knew our best midfield three was Fabinho, Thiago and Nadi. And then Fabinho fell off a cliff, which had begun last season. But it's not, it's not a coincidence that the three players who've had the biggest drop-offs from last season to this are Fabinho, sorry, the four players, the four players are Fabinho, Joel Matip, Trent and Mo. It's not a coincidence. Think of what connects all four of them. We'll move around the main Liverpool websites. And this is Anfield with the news of Ibu being injured. Uh, There's a couple of pieces on the Brighton game. There's a new report claiming Liverpool haven't begun their search for a new sporting director. You would have to hope that that is absolute nonsense. You would have to hope that that's just garbage that's been made up by the Liverpool Echo. It is Paul Gorst, so in fairness, it most likely is absolute tripe because Paul Gorst is the same fella who told us that the possibility of Thiago joining Liverpool was rooted in fantasy two days before the deal got done. The PGMOL have said that Fabinho should have been shown a red card at Brighton. We all knew that. That doesn't doesn't phase anybody. Liverpool defender faces indefinite layoff at loan club. I can't predict how long. Seth Vandenberg, he had that nasty ankle injury. So we'll wait and see. Uh, Luke Chambers is gone on loan to Kilmarnock, so best of luck to him up there. Should be good for him to get some uh, senior football. Defender who turned down Liverpool stay, Nets' first ever senior goal. Yasser Larushi, who had notions and ideas about himself. Um, congrats to him on the goal, but, you know, Enjoy your enjoy your time. Uh, Liverpool can find the next Moises Caicedo as FSG already has two. I mean, this is just garbage. We could have had Moises Caicedo. Like, we could have had him. He was offered to us. We'd done all the groundwork. And we did nothing about it. Absolutely nothing. As we do nothing about any of these immense young players coming from Russia or Georgia or Japan or South America. We don't do anything about it because we think we're cleverer than anybody else. And we used to be, but we're clearly not anymore. We're clearly a very stupid club at this point. Michael Edwards' parting gift to Liverpool is now clear. Was it a hex? The only thing that makes sense is that it will be a hex. Jurgen Klopp Changed January plans as Liverpool like Conor Gallagher. I mean, Conor Gallagher's fine if he's your fifth midfielder, but he's not a starter. Amrabat could be on the move. Liverpool were never interested. Liverpool likes Gallagher. I mean, probably not. 
Klopp changes the plan. Yeah, apparently, according to the Telegraph, we were looking at a midfielder and decided to spend our money on Gakpo instead, which, you know, real galaxy brain stuff there. Uh, Frank Kessie and the continuing loan opportunities. This is a piece written by Stephen Smith. I'd be very much in favour of Frank Kessie on loan. And I do think you could get him on loan today. But, you know, why would you do that when you can run out Special Officer Hoofy and a 37-year-old? I'm going to get really pissed off. So I'm going to say goodbye. And I will see you all tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy your club being absolutely fucking useless on deadline day. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.